0: Reports have surfaced that KMT Vice Chair Andrew Xia will meet with high-level Chinese officials later this week. The officials could include the head of China's Taiwan Affairs Office, Liu jie Xia's trip to China has been deeply criticized by the DPP since its announcement, but now even KMT officials are expressing reservations.
1: The KMT's mayoral candidates for Taipei and New Taipei have called on Xia to be transparent on the details of his itinerary in China. They also urged him to take the opportunity to express Taiwan's opposition to China's military actions near Taiwan.
2: The
3: mission that our party chair gave us was simple. It can be summed up in a few words. He told us to be
4: heedful and to listen respectfully. While attending a symposium with Taiwanese business people in Xiamen, KMT Vice Chair Andrew Xia emphasized that he was on a mission to listen carefully to feedback. Reports have now cropped up that Xia's itinerary in China includes a stop in Shanghai, where he would meet with the head of China's Taiwan Affairs Office, Liu Jieyi. The report says such a meeting would also be attended by the head of the Association for Relations Across the Taiwan Straits, Zhang Zhijun.
3: KMT Chair Eric Chu should clearly explain this meeting to the Taiwanese public and should reveal Xia's whole itinerary in China. Basically, as far as we're concerned, this is all the way for the KMT and the CCP to meet up secretly.
4: The DPP lawmakers said that when Xia was leaving for China, he had promised to not engage in politics and that a meeting with Xiao would break that promise. Several KMT candidates have also voiced some reservations over Xia's China visit. Mayoral candidates including Jiang Wan-an, Xie Longjie, and Ke zhe have all called for Xia's itinerary to be made public.
3: Since the beginning, I have always insisted that Xia bring up our opposition to China's military drills while he is over there. I also call on him to make his whole itinerary public and to express our resolve to protect the sovereignty of the ROC. In the process of holding these meetings, I hope there can be transparency. That
4: way, Taiwanese will be able to understand the situation. KMT officials spoke up on Xia's trip, but it remains to be seen whether the trip controversy will have any effect on their campaigns.
1: An immersive exhibition featuring 19th century Austrian symbolist painter Gustav Glimpse Artworks is on display in Taipei.
0: After touring Europe, over 140 works by the artist are on display in Taipei. Our very own FTV reporter Stephanie Yang takes us in for a look.
2: a man and woman are locked in an embrace. This painting, The Kiss, by Austrian painter Gustav Klimt, is one of the most iconic Art Nouveau paintings and also considered one of the most romantic pieces of art ever created. Klimt incorporated gold leaf into this work. Another viewing room is built of mirrors, which aims to reflect how the artist portrayed life and death. I
4: think this exhibition has a very special design, that it is not just a flat view of a painter's work. It has a room that uses six-sided and four-sided mirrors to make the mirror projection of the painting. You can have a more profound or dreamy viewing experience. Klimt's paintings are beautiful but not so realistic, they're very romantic. Because it is an immersive exhibition, we can be immersed in his beautiful paintings.
2: After touring Europe, an exhibition featuring a one-hour video installation of Klimp's artworks is now making a stop in Taipei. The exhibition, titled Klimp Experience, features artworks such as The Tree of Life, The Kiss, and Judith and the Head of Holoferns. The exhibition was curated by an Italian multimedia company and sponsored by the Austrian office in Taipei.
1: This is a combination of fine art and modern technique and makes it a special exhibit than other exhibition, And then other exhibitions who are just displayed painting
2: Renowned as a master of gold, Gustav Klimp is one of the greatest painters in the 20th century. The exhibition tells the story of Klimp's life and creations, brought to life with the help of lighting, music, and sound. It is rendered in over 40 million pixel images and projected on 26 screens to create a 360 degree immersive experience.
1: This exhibition contains 26 high-quality Panasonic uh, projectors, we also have this projector 3D mapping, and when we project claim our work which has animated onto the wall and onto the floor.
2: Through this exhibition, Klimt fans in Taiwan can now walk through the artist's life, from glimpses into the beginnings of his career with his early sketches, to some of the most iconic works from his golden period. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Shi Bohan in Taipei.
0: The Michelin Guide has released its latest list of Bib Gourmand restaurants in Taiwan, which now features 141 eateries from around the island. The distinction is awarded to restaurants that offer high-quality three-course meals for less than 1,000 NT.
1: All in all, this year's edition features a total of 58 newcomers, with restaurants in Tainan and Kaohsiung making it on the list for the first time. In Taipei, six new eateries were recognized with the distinction. One of them is a Yunnanese restaurant that has been in business for more than six decades. The other is a young vegetarian joint offering a new healthy take-on American cuisine.
4: Bowls of black-eyed peas and shrimp are thrown in the oil and deep-fried till crispy. Oyster sauce goes in the wok and then the shrimp bowls are stir-fried on high heat. This signature dish is served piping hot. It looks simple, but there's a lot of work that goes into making this delicious treat. (laughs) Each bowl has to be made by hand. That's what the cooks at Ren He Yuan have been doing for more than 60 years. The restaurant was reselected for a Bib Gourmand this year, just two months after moving to a new location.
3: Before, 70% of our customers were Japanese. We've been through almost three years of COVID, but we've managed to hold on. We used to not see many Taiwanese customers, and especially young diners. At old restaurants like ours, you wouldn't see a single young face. But now more and more young people are
4: coming, and that's injecting our shop with vitality. The Taipei restaurant serves up traditional Yunnan cuisine, including favorites such as dried stir-fried king oyster mushroom and smoked pork belly slices. Although the eatery has seen fewer Japanese customers due to COVID, business is back up. Another restaurant to earn a bib gourmand distinction was Little Tree Food, a newcomer to the list. The base of this dish is made with steamed beetroot marinated in honey and salt. Avocado and endive chunks are piled on top and garnished with bits of red chilli. Little Tree Food has a wide array of vegetarian offerings and has been operating for just five years. It's the first time the restaurant is recognized by the Michelin Guide.
3: This new American cuisine
4: focuses on using local ingredients.
3: We try as much as possible to cooperate with small farmers and select the best ingredients. We adjust and change the menu from time to time. We're trying to be creative with natural ingredients,
4: using culinary techniques in the process. This year, 141 restaurants and night market stands in Taiwan have made the Bid gourmand selection, offering excellent meals at low prices to even the most fastidious diners.
0: The local elections are approaching and one mayoral candidate in Taoyuan is putting on a show. DPP candidate Chen Yunpong is hosting a theater show for families on August 27th, which he hopes will bring the fun back into campaigning.
1: The tricks and thrills of Tian Circus Theater are fun for all the family, and Zheng has more light-hearted campaign plans in the pipeline.
4: Theater leader Du Wei Cheng skips on a unicycle before catching some juggling batons, all without losing his balance. Deputy Chief He Haixiang shows off his own unique tricks. <laughs> Here at Tian Circus Theater, rehearsals have run from morning to night in recent days. The big show is on August 27th.
3: We are bringing these performances live to people, both young and old. One thing is that the mayoral candidate will be able to communicate directly with citizens, and through the performance, we can write in local cultural and regional issues. While parents go to support their candidate, the kids can also take part in the event. I think that's really fun. The Tian Circus
4: Theatre Show at Qingxi Park is commissioned by the DPP candidate for Taoyuan Mayor, Zheng Yunpeng. Theatre shows have been his preferred way to connect with voters for many years.
3: There are so many young families.
4: We have so many young families,
3: at the weekend you don't have to rack your brains trying to think of somewhere fun to go. Not every election event should be about badgering people for their votes or their time. It can be in line with the direction of Taoyuan's
4: future development. I think that's a beautiful thing. Zheng plans to get various groups to perform across the city in the run-up to the election. His longest-standing collaborators, Coming True Fire Group, always wow audiences with their spectacular theatrics. When they first founded the group, it was quite tough. They had these amazing
3: skills, but they couldn't find anywhere to perform. Very early on, I asked them to come and tour at various locations across Taoyuan and to do fire shows in the evenings. The results were
4: amazing. And in line with his fun electioneering strategy, Zheng arranged a photo op with current mayor Zhang San, a lightsaber battle. He also appeared with a sword from a video game. He loves to watch performances, but since his two children grew up, they are less interested in hijinks like this. Nonetheless, he has a close relationship with the kids. Recently, he said to me, let me give you
3: a massage. And he massaged some of my muscles that were tight and tight acupuncture points. I could really feel him pressing on them. Because of the election, the kids are more forgiving of me. Actually, it makes them show more care to their dad, which is quite touching, to be honest. Zheng hopes his
4: kids will forgive him for focusing so much on the election. Meanwhile, the children of Taoyun can enjoy the show
1: the Yilan District Prosecutor's Office has charged Commissioner Lin Tzu-miao with corruption. The indictment comes after more than half a year of investigations, during which Lin was found to possess more than 70 million NT from unknown sources and involved in several corruption cases.
0: All in all, 15 people have been charged in connection to the cases, including 10 local government workers and Lin's daughter. Lin maintains that she is innocent, saying that the prosecutors... Time the indictments to her her re-election campaign
4: 15 people have been indicted. That's 10 public officials and 5 people who are not public officials. Prosecutors have requested heavier sentences for Commissioner Lin and her daughter, Ms. Lin. After more than half a year of investigations, the prosecution has charged 15
3: people for their involvement in several corruption and money laundering cases, including 10 public officials. Among the people indicted are Ilan Commissioner Lin Zimiao, her daughter, and officials from
4: several county agencies. Lin Zimiao, as the head of the county, Lin Zimiao's responsibilities are to be honest and self-sufficient. She had a total of $70 NT in possession from unknown sources. She had the money be deposited in other people's accounts to later withdraw it. This betrays the trust that the residents of her county had in her. Besides possessing funds of unknown origin, Lin was indebted for
3: corruption in two cases related to property development projects in the county. Lee said prosecutors
4: timed the indictments to harm her re-election campaign. Uh, Two days ago, polls had me in the lead by more than 10%. It's very regrettable that the prosecutor's office announced the charges today. The goal is clear. It's a political witch hunt.
3: In a statement, Lee maintained that she was innocent and that she would still register for the upcoming elections as scheduled on September 1st. Tuesday marked the beginning of what is said to be a long legal case that is bound to shake things up in the local elections in Ilan.
0: A lack of rain and an abundance of pests are estimated to have damaged more than 100 million NTs worth of spring onions at Ilan Sanxing Township.
1: Local farmers say the weather has allowed pests to reproduce fast, harming seedlings and preventing normal plant growth. The Council of Agriculture says it will launch relief measures as soon as possible.
4: A A farmer shows us the bug bites on the now wilted spring onions. The past month has been very hot, bringing pests to Ilan Sanxing Township. But even if crops survive the bug attacks, they mostly end up withering in the heat. Pick a handful of spring onions, and they are all sun-bleached. They've lost the ability to photosynthesize and are now a dry crisp. Elan has seen very little rain over the past two months, which has allowed pests to proliferate. The spring onion fields will yield no harvest this time around, much to the dismay of farmers. We won't have a harvest, no harvest at all. It's so sad. Inside the refrigerator, the spring onion shoots are puny. Farmers had tried to prevent them from getting damaged by pests, only to be killed in the sun. The fields can't be harvested, and very few seedlings are surviving.
3: The local office has reported that about 20 hectares of Sanxing spring onion crops have been damaged, That's about 30% of the total.
0: From about
3: 115 hectares, we have lost about 115 million NT in Sanxing spring onions. We spoke with the Vice Minister of the Council of Agriculture,
4: who said disaster relief measures would be launched immediately. Agricultural losses are estimated at more than 100 million NT. The Council of Agriculture says it will launch response measures to help spring onion farmers in Sanxing get through the rough patch.
1: Taiwan shares opened and closed down on Tuesday following losses in the U.S. stock market. The Taiex lost up to 159 points in morning trading, falling to 15,086 points below the 20-day average.
0: The index ended closing down at
1: 15,095 points. Let's hear from an analyst.
3: The weakening of the fundamentals is linked to the U.S. stock market. Amid the impact of interest rate hikes, the Taipei market could test lows that are low enough for the National Financial Stabilization Fund to step in. That would be at around the 14,200-point mark. There's no need to think about whether the market will exceed 17,000 points, but rather, just be content that it doesn't sink far.
0: Over in the foreign exchange market, the new Taiwan dollar continued to depreciate against the U.S. dollar. It closed at 30.204 against the U.S. unit, a 28-month low. In the post-COVID era, tourism between Taiwan and Japan is still impossible, but interest in Taiwan is starting to grow in the land of the rising sun.
1: Several restaurateurs have opened new Taiwanese restaurants in Tokyo, catering to young people who are keen for a taste of country they cannot yet visit. And local Taiwanese residents were recently delighted to hold their annual festival in one of Tokyo's most famous parks.
3: After three years of pandemic shutdown, this July, Taiwanese expats in Japan finally resurrected a fond tradition, the Taiwan Festival in Yoyogi Park. These big crowds thought nothing of heading out in scorching weather. Many revelers were Taiwanese people who can't travel back to Taiwan. More were Japanese fans of Taiwan culture. In the post-COVID era, tourism between Japan and Taiwan is still suspended. But culinary culture continues to evolve. A new trend among Taiwanese restaurants in Japan is authentic snacks. Taiwanese snacks are big business in Shinjuku, Shibuya, and even Kamata.
4: It used to be more family style traditional restaurants. They would attract somewhat older clientele. But now there's more curiosity about Taiwan. It's more the younger generation that likes Taiwan. At first, we thought that it's very rare to get Taiwanese snacks in Japan. We always wanted to bring affordable Taiwanese foods like egg pancakes and guabao pork belly buns to Japan. Taiwan snacks are very popular in
3: Japan, but there are lots of challenges in opening a restaurant in Tokyo, especially in the
4: midst of a pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic has reduced customer numbers a lot. But we eventually started to get more customers when the clientele from the branch at Soshiki Station on the KQ main line switched to coming here to the store in Kamata. We were more impacted by the seventh wave of the pandemic. It wasn't just that customer numbers fell. A big effect was that many more of our staff got COVID, which made it very difficult for us to operate. Restaurateurs put a lot of effort into decor to entice customers
3: and lots of the equipment has even been imported from Taiwan. The recipes are carefully designed to reproduce the authentic taste of snacks from Taiwan.
4: I think that when travel becomes possible again, there will be loads of Japanese people wanting to go abroad. The first choice destination will be Taiwan. Of course, since not everyone can go to Taiwan, some people will look for Taiwanese foods in Japan locally. I'm quite optimistic about future tourists, both coming into Japan and going to Taiwan from Japan. Even if there are lots of tourists, they will probably still be quite passionate about Taiwan.
3: These restaurateurs are looking forward to the day when travel between Taiwan and Japan is possible again. They're hoping their efforts during the COVID era will set them up to cater for the travelers of
0: tomorrow.
1: U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on August 19th spoke with South Korean Foreign Minister Park Jin.
0: U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price on Monday said that the discussion touched upon Indo-Pacific security and stability in the Taiwan Strait.
3: Uh, to the Japan, to Japan and the ROK, uh, it is at the heart of our desire to see the status quo across the Taiwan Strait uh, and stability across the Taiwan Strait uh, be preserved. It's something that uh, we regularly discuss uh, with Japan, uh, with the ROK, and of course, it's been a topic of discussion uh, recently, given some of the efforts on the part of the PRC uh, to undermine uh, stability and to undermine uh, the status quo that has been. Uh, at the heart uh, of uh, cross-strait relations uh, for some 40 years. Yes, Michelle.
0: Price would not divulge too many details of the talk between Blinken and Park, but said that the U.S. shared many values in common with its allies, one of which was a desire for stability in the Taiwan Strait. Price said the Strait is a crucial international shipping lane which has been used by innumerable commercial vessels for over 40 years. He said the strait was important to the U.S. as well and Washington would continue to work with its allies to maintain stability in the region.